Hey everybody and welcome to episode 148 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So, welcome back to the show, everybody. Episode 148. This was actually meant to be out last week. Unfortunately, I had something crop up, a family emergency I had to to get to. So, this is out today. Um, we've actually got a really good show lined up for you, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, as as always, just want to mention a few things that you can, uh, well, if you're, if you're looking to increase your health, you can head over to, which is the Revive Yourself shop. If you go to www.reviveyourself.co and you click on our shop, we've got a whole host of different supplements you can use. And especially with this whole coronavirus thing coming out, which, in fact, I might do a show next week on that or on, that on my own. Uh, I'll just give you some tips. But, you know, it's, as Louis Really Pastor finally, finally said on his deathbed, you know, the germ is nothing, the terrain is everything. And if you have a healthy, 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 if you have a healthy internal terrain, you're never going to catch a flu or a virus. You, you, it won't be able to, to embed itself, it won't be able to proliferate and, and breed because you, you, your body will be, what is it, expel it. It won't be able to get in, get in, um, and yeah, take over. So making sure you have a healthy internal terrain. So what that means is actually having a healthy gut, microbiome healthy bacteria in there and free of toxins and then making sure you get rid of heavy metals parasites protozoa bacteria it's a, it's a very very important thing so i'd say this week you know i'd say look for our, the probiotics on our on our site if you go to the evolution evolution organics banner underneath that you've got dr mccullough's probiotics um, also any of the green drinks there from living fuel from organics or, or Dr. McCullough as well. Any of those green drinks are going to flood your body with, nu- with concentrated nutrients. Going to help to take away any inflammation. They're going to promote. Going to put, well, it's going to also help with any free radical damage. You know, full of antioxidants. Great for oh, just boosting immunity. Um, eye health, liver health. You know, a lot of them have got beneficial bacteria in there as well. A lot of fiber, so it's going to really help your internal system so the probiotics the greens also we've got a great limosomal vitamin c um, from lipo life which if you go down to the ancient purity banner you can find it there uh, and we've also got a liposomal vitamin d3 k2 as well which i'd recommend those things are going to be very very powerful in boosting your immune system um yeah those those three and as always stay away from processed refined foods uh, refined sugar alcohol caffeine uh, pasteurized homogenized dairy that's going to go a long way to keeping you happy and healthy um so yeah don't don't miss out on uh, those products if you want to stay happy healthy i say the greens the probiotic vitamin c and the vitamin d are essential uh, and you know living fuel it just covers everything if you want something to cover everything it's a meal replacement or a supplement then go for that too um actually also, don't know, the other thing I'd recommend, um, you can get some essential uh, olive oil, essential oils, and you can have like a drop of that 
in olive oil, which would be very, very powerful. You feel yourself going down with something. It's a really, really good way to boost the immune system. And you can go to um, essentialoilwizardry.com and you can look for that. There's essential oil in olive oregano or any other oils. Put in the code REVIVE, you get 10% off. Um, another way as well to boost your immune system is to get enough sleep. You know, sleep's powerful. It's more powerful than any herb or drug on the planet. Yeah, and you'll never reach your full health potential if you're not getting enough sleep. So really, really vital to get sound sleep at least seven to eight hours for most adults and um, something that stops us getting asleep is blue light at night uh, which switches off your production of serotonin and melatonin it's been shown to alter mitochondrial function so one of the things you can do is you can wear blue blocking glasses and if you head over to blue blocks that's b-l-u-b-l-o-x.com putting the code revive you're going to get 10% off the most stylish and best blue blocking glasses on the planet from my main man Andy Mant over there. And uh, if you even if you want your own frames, you can send them your own frames, and they'll put them in too. Uh, they'll they'll put the, their lenses in for you too. You also got, they've also got their uh, blue light blocking glasses for the daytime that you can use on your laptop to stop the artificial light coming off, um, which is very very powerful. And um, yeah, whole house filtration systems for the water. You know, that's nothing can lower your immune system having the wrong or bathing, drinking the wrong water, say the wrong, I'll say toxic water, full of parasites, heavy metals, toxins, etc. So we've got our whole house filtration systems from Aquaterra. If you've got a one, two, three or four bed house, whatever you've got, hard or soft water, we've got an option for you. Okay, so that's it for the introduction of the show. Oh, I have missed that one thing. My book, um, which is still going well. People are loving it. Um, so if you go to Solution. Dot com that's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com be able to get uh, buy your book uh, or you can get the audio version to get the hard copy or the audio audio version uh, it will take about 21 days to come if you get looking for the hard copy because you've got we've got to order it got to process it we then got to print it for you you get your own individual version printed and then it gets sent out to you so um, on the thing i have mentioned about 10 days or so but it's going to be longer uh, but it will get there just just because you have to print it off for your for your, your own personal copy um, but yeah, if you've got chronic fatigue or any other chronic illness, um, the book's going to give you the three big secrets to, to health, uh, as well as lots of other tips, protocols, and 52 things you can do straight away to start boosting your health. So, on to today's guest. Today, I have, uh, a, 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 yeah, someone I've known for, say, known um, through social media for quite a few years now, and that's Matt Smith. He's a great guy great person helps people get and reach their full potential get to where they want it in life the body they want uh, works on their health and lots of other things as well actually in terms of just removing blockages and today we're talking all about self-sabotage limiting beliefs and why you actually are enough and and how you can get to the goals that you want to achieve you know by removing those blockages so without further ado here's matt enjoy the show and i'll see you on the other side same here, mate. Yeah, you're up in Worcester, aren't you? I am, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I've I used to um I used to go to Hartbury College, which is I've just seen that on your uh, profile. Yeah, yeah. So it so it's not too far. We used to go to Worcester. Um, like we played Worcester and stuff, and also we used to go and watch Worcester a couple of times rugby. And but I remember like the the, the river Tewkesbury. Is it? it used to always be underwater. Are you you're not near that? Yeah. I'm not at the moment, no. Um, but yeah, it's burst its banks badly at the moment. It's the worst flood Worcester and Shrewsbury have seen for 
as long as I can remember. Yeah, I mean, that, and that basically, it flood, it maybe it flooded like every year, so now it must be really bad because, as you said, worst you've ever seen, so it's not surprising. It's been like that all over, yeah. all over, really. I've seen some of the pictures in your Yeah, it has. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I say, it sounds, your sounds are okay, yeah? My sound's right, yeah. Is it not coming through that good on your end? No, it's okay. I've just got a tiny bit. I think it's it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Cool. So, mate, boy, how's things been going anyway? How's how's life? Really good, thanks, mate. Things just keep getting uh, things keep getting better and better, mate. They, uh, yeah. It's honestly, wait, I can't. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's been a big big year for me. Um, but the last three or four years, it's just gone amazing i've taken like time out to focus on like me putting me first and that's just showed up now in my outside world everything's just getting really good mate yeah, yeah. really good well i can get into how that how it's gone to that because um you mean I, I think i've known of you for quite a few years now we've always got been back and forth ways had little messages on facebook etc and um I mean, because just for people like when we go like get into it, I want to give you a bit of a background on yourself so people can know a bit more about you. But um, it seems like your your approach has sort of changed a little bit in terms of like who you're maybe helping a little bit and stuff. Um, and I see you've got a man on fire program and haven't looked through your site and a couple of things I really want to touch on. But yeah, for people for people out there, Matt, like how did you how did you get into coaching and what was what was your sort of journey into it? Um, it was an evolution, mate. I. Um... Long story short, I was playing golf when I was younger. Dream of being a pro golfer. And I was like, yeah, that's that's my thing, pro golfer. And I got to 18, 19. And then uh, looking back now, I know what my um, – what – the reasons why I stopped playing golf. But what I started doing at 18, 19, I started comparing myself to everyone who was better than me. So then I told the story of I'm not good enough. And then I stopped playing golf. So I went on this mission to be like, right, I'm, I'm driven. I want to be successful. I want all the nice things that this world has to offer. How can I do that? And I started searching in the outside world. I was like, right, um, estate agents, they make like, loads of money. I watched a reality TV show about like in America, um, how this one guy made like 200 grand commission on one house. I'm like, done, I'll do that. And then I tried a few other things as well. Like I tried chefing, I tried... Um, started my own business selling stuff on ebay and stuff and nothing was really working and then i had a really good mentor 10 11 years ago not like a hired business coach online or anything like that it's just a guy came into my life um and he said long story short he said if you want to be successful in this world do two things one do something you enjoy and two do something where you're helping people and i've always enjoyed like health and fitness i've always enjoyed like going to the gym being in shape sport that was like my thing so I tied that in with, well, how can I help people with that? And I Googled uh, careers in fitness, whatever. And personal training had just started getting like popular. So like, oh, I'll go down the personal training route. That's what I enjoy. It's how I can help people. started personal training people, and I've kind of done that for the last decade. And I still have a couple of PT clients. Um, but about four or five years ago, um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. The exercising people. And I wanted to go deeper because I had this frustration. I was like, I can exercise people with my eyes closed. That's fine. But for some reason, people weren't adhering to the stuff outside of the sessions. And I was like, right, human behavior. I want to get into human behavior. So I got into human behavior, learn about the brain, psychology, why we do what we do. Even though we say we want to do a certain thing, we don't do it. Or we self-sabotage, quote, to use that. We might touch on that a little bit later. 
Um, and I was like, why? I need to know why people come into me and say they wanted to do a certain thing, but their actions didn't align with their words. So why? And so I went on this journey of that and also myself as well. I was like, well, why I want to be successful and earn all the monies and stuff and great relationships and great health. So why am I sabotaging that? What? And I did that with my business again about four or five years ago, I really sabotaged my business, made a bad business decision, uh, sabotaged the hell out of it. Um, lost a load of money, messed up family, health was all over the place. I was like, why am I, why have I done that? And again, so I went on my own personal journey and I've come out the back end of that. I think it's like life is just a continuous personal journey anyway. So I'm not saying I'm done, I'm complete, fixed, healed, I'm like end product done. It'll be a constant evolution for the whole of my life. I know that. But I've come out the back end of the beliefs that weren't serving me, that were keeping me stuck, that keep me self-sabotaging. And now I'm stepping into giving back, giving that back to people. Because before I was like out of shape, got into shape. I'm like, cool, I can give that back to people. Now I'm like... Now I know why we all do the thing, why I know human behavior now. I know why if you come to me and say, Matt, I want this thing, but I can't do it, or I keep sabotaging, or my actions don't align with my words, I'm like, oh, here's why. So then I pick that out of people, put the new stuff in, and then they go and get what they want. And life just gets to get better and better and better. So it was, it was an evolution away from PT four or five years ago into more coaching with people now, like going real deep. And helping, and it just the stuff I do now works across every area of your life. Mm-hmm. So whether you want to get into shape, whether you want all the money, whether you want great relationships, whether you want inner peace, the principles for achieving all of that are exactly the same. Right. Awesome, man. I'm going to touch on quite a bit of that. It's uh, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be an interesting conversation, especially. Yeah, didn't get into it. So, hundred percent. I I the similar things myself in terms of I know about health but a lot of stuff I do now as well a lot of it's mental emotional work as well clearing because people hold a lot of dis-ease in their body when it comes to that as well and, and not thinking enough and it's amazing what you can do it's what I always say to people it's, it's not it's nowhere near this nutrition but there's so much that we go into uh, and it's and it's and I've been through the same sort of evolution I've always known about nutrition and what it was what need to happen that way but then it was oh my god right what are these um, limiting beliefs or the story you tell yourself? And it's huge. And, you know, how we hold on to those things. And, and they can even be like comfort blankets to a lot of people. But, cool. Right. So, getting back, and I don't know how it can be unfulfilling after a while, like training people because you're just like, you know, it's, you're like, okay, there's so much more that we could be doing or like there's so much more mm. I, can, I can value I can give you um rather than yeah. just like doing that and so and then that's not to say like obviously if, if people are really passionate about that but you sort of like and you develop and your passion changes and you, and you evolve and so it's a hundred percent of it so want to get into especially like with the with the self-sabotage um because I want to get into your self-sabotage and what what was going on because I'm sure we've we've been around the coaching where we probably come across the same well same sort of people or at least at least been exposed to the same people in terms of mentors and certain people me i just i heard them was just like this doesn't resonate, resonate with me at all and i've made my bad choices i've had bad choices and you've learned from them um a couple a couple of people and spent thousands and uh <laughs> and had, had bad experiences but it and you know because this is the thing like because people sit here now and they and they see like oh ryan um like you're, you're doing well this is all going for you and i'm like yeah but First of all, there's a lot of work that goes into that. People don't see behind the scenes, and it's in terms of it's always going, and that's fantastic because I love it. 
But secondly, you didn't see all the years before that where I mm-hmm. know come the tears and and like not things not working, understanding why. So yeah. like, what was what was yeah your your journey going through that? Like I mean, you meant, you mentioned specifically a bad business decision about four years ago. But like, what was was you going through that? Like, why isn't things working for me? Would you have that frustration too? Hundred percent, and that was the the catalyst for my change. Is I got to a, a point where I'm like. I've got to sort this now. I'm, I'm for sh- so frustrated with wanting the end result, but it just not happening. And I like, I'm a fan of the, I know it's a bit woo woo and there's a big controversy around it, but like the law of attraction and stuff, but I'm a big believer in like, we're, we're always attracting stuff to us. Mm-hmm. And I believe that uh, now I believe we're the cause of our experience, whatever we're experiencing. I believe we are the cause of it because of what we're believing, what the stories we're telling ourselves, the energy that we're putting out into the world. I believe we attract everything to us. So I was like, right, I want to put this to bed now. This struggle, this the, the hustle, the the peaks and troughs, the getting something working and then sabotage. And then I was just like, right, I'm breaking point. Now I'm done. I'm done with the struggle. I'm done with the stress. I'm done with the problems. Like, I want it to be good. Now I'm ready for it to just be good. And I don't know if the camera's picking up. I've got goosebumps coming when I'm thinking, saying this. Because I remember it. I was like, done. That's it. I made the decision. No more struggle. No more pain. No more suffering for me or anybody else that's associated with me. Because it has a knock-on effect. I've got two kids. Uh, obviously, I've still got mom and dad around, a sister. And my pain was like rippling out to like them. It was in, in, impacting them and affecting them. I'm like, I'm, I'm done now. Done. And I think because I put that energy out to the world, then other people came into my life that have really helped me transform me, resources. Um, and yeah, I have like I've had bad experiences. Like I said four or five years ago, I made the wrong decision. But while I could sit here and go, oh, it was his fault for selling me his program and grab, taking my money off me because it was an easy sell because I was in a bad place, that doesn't serve me. So I take it back to me and go, right, why would I have attracted that? At that point, what would have I have had to have believed in order to attract that mentor and that experience? And then I attracted back to the belief I had around not being worthy, not being deserving, um, not good enough. So even though if I'd have followed his process, I probably would have had the external result that I wanted because I didn't believe I was worthy and deserving of the external result. That's when I self-sabotage, that's when I messed up and I could have played victim, but that didn't serve me. So I was like, right, I take full responsibility for it. I forgive the guy for taking me on. I forgive myself for going into that, release the situation and now I'm the cause of my experience. What do I actually want? Do my beliefs and stories align with what I want? If they don't, then I get to work with them and throw out the old and put in the new. And then I come from that place of, yeah, I'm worthy, deserving of it. And that's how then I attract the people into my life that are taking me on that journey now. And that's how things are just getting better and better and better. So like for a lot of people listening, they can be like, this is a little bit esoteric and it's a little bit like, okay, so you just believe it and it happens. So like what if, if people, cause I understand where you're coming from. It's like that energy you put out into the world. And once you start to do, it's funny because I always say to people, even when it comes to health, I say you don't do healthy things to become a healthy person mentally and emotionally become a healthy person and the healthy things just come naturally. And, and it's a yes. similar sort of thing to that. But so if people were listening, like what, what was it that you, you know, you said I'm done with that. What were the things that changed? If you could say like to people, yeah, well, this was, people are listening and they say, okay, I really want that. What were the things that you changed? Uh, 
I think the word that's coming through is surrender. And what I mean by that was I, I surrendered to trying to do it all myself. And and the story, I surrendered the story that I'm right, I know the way, I'm, I need to be the one that does it, I need to prove that I'm right. I surrendered that and just went, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. And I'm trying to keep this as less esoteric as possible, but that was one of the biggest things for me is like, I've, I've tried, I've done the work, I've, I've tried and it hasn't worked. So I'm going to just go, right, I need help. That was one of the first things is like accepting that, that I wasn't doing, I wasn't able to do it. And that crushed my ego. I, I can hear my ego trying to tell me to stop talking right now because other people are going, oh my God, he's weak. He doesn't know how to do it and all this stuff. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with people thinking that he's weak and he can't do it himself. And I'm okay with that. That was a hard thing for me to do is to go, I don't know. I can't do it. And being open to receiving the help and being open to being shown like another way or what I didn't know or what I wasn't seeing. And So that like that was the, one of the biggest things for me. I forgot the question. What was the question? I was saying like, what if, if people can like pinpoint some things or what changed in your life? You said you got that surrender, which I understand. It's it's amazing. Like people say to me, oh, I haven't got the resource, I haven't got the money, or I haven't got this, I haven't got that. And it's like it's amazing that when you take that jump, how much the universe catches you a lot of the time. Is in a hundred percent. Like when you actually go into something, you go, I haven't got that. It's amazing. Like, are oh, you invest in something, and then another client comes along for yourself, or. You know, you put yourself out yeah. there. I mean, I, I said to someone before, like, I started doing videos about four or five years ago, and they were terrible. But the more you do them, the better you get. And then you put yourself out there, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you attract people into your life because you're putting yourself out there. And mm. you're asking for help. And I say, as coaches, we're always, it's, um, do you know who Peter Crone is? No. You'd love Peter Crone. He's the mind architect. And he talks about us, how we're, we're, we're a masterpiece but a work in progress all at the same time and that's like a part okay. of it. and one of the things he says is like i have a um i have a just a, like a, a relationship with reality that most people don't have is in terms of that yes i care but i don't worry because i know that as you said the three words that changed his life were i don't know um mm. and when people were always like oh my god is this gonna happen is that gonna happen when you can be very like in peace with i don't know but you go for it. It's like, it's amazing. And I say to people all the time, like when, you know, if you can make that leap, it's amazing how many times the universe catches you. You just got to like, but you've got to, it's like having that belief. If you don't feel like it's going to work, it's, I think that's a huge thing. It's a weird thing to say to people because they're like, oh, it's all, it's all airy fairy stuff, but it's, it's very true in my experience. Yeah. And that's all I can say is I can just share, like you've just shared is, is it's true from my experience. It's even though I think, one thing, I can't remember who said it originally. It might have been Kyle Cease, but he's like, if you have to justify why you're doing a thing, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. But if it feels right, then you should be doing it, if that makes sense. So um, I use the example, of, or I think Carl uses the example of like relationships. 
Like if you don't feel like you should be in, a, in that relationship, but you're justifying it. So you're saying, oh, yeah, but they've, they've got a good health insurance or like, do you know what I mean? It's like if you find yourself justifying it, then it doesn't, it shouldn't be yeah. what you should be doing. But if it feels right, if, like, if you feel that pull, if you feel that, oh, yeah, that's that feels right, then it's doing everything you can to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually if it doesn't feel right, then... It, like if you're looking for a practical step, if it does, if something just feels off, then it's probably not that for you. It's not the right thing for you. Um, but then also investigate why it feels off. Yeah, it's could a, it be that it's you 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 leap and you jump and your next level and you like you said you're self sabotaging, which we might speak about in a minute. But but practical thing for me was I don't know. I haven't got the answer yet. Like I said, I don't know. Powerful powerful words. Getting out of the way and then being guided, like allowing allowing intuition to guide you, like taking the omens from the universe like if something's shown to you or someone comes into your life or if a book is recommended or a, or a video is recommended or a, or even if you're just being guided to drive somewhere or pick up the phone to somebody it's following that that's what's massively helped me so literally like this just like um give it given into the universe and just see if anything's come up following those paths right and and not, and not being resistant but a pre, what, what i miss with that by the way the the the, the, the precept to that is um desires and intentions yeah so follow the follow the universe but what are your desires and intentions yeah, yeah. like if, if your desire and intention is to be like a pinnacle of health and be really really healthy and then all of a sudden you're scrolling facebook and ryan pops up and says hey here's some information then have a cool like if that for me that's a guide that's a oh that's the universe going right i need to reach out to this guy because my intention was this and then all of a sudden out of nowhere ryan's popped up you know so, so it's, like, it's intentions, desires first, and then yeah, following the steps. Hundred percent. And so yeah, having that, I get what you're saying. It's like, but when you when you've got like a passion or something, it's like those things tend to pop up because you know you're you're constantly you're just in that in that in that realm of looking for things or trying to search or and then you see his interview and all of a sudden someone you know interviews someone else and you listen to their work and you're like oh my god. So for you, who was it like? You said that you were open to being helped and saying like, I don't know who was it or what was it that you gave into or you or you let, let guide you what was it a person did you have a mentor come into into your life there's a, yeah, there's been a few things um but it's been a it's been a process it's been following the steps as well so it was never really just one thing um it was a it's, it's been a process so i was on a call with oh well i can't even remember his name it was that long ago bradley can't remember his name. No. I did a coaching call anyway with a guy called Bradley something. And um, and he sent me a link to a video. He's like, oh, I want you to watch this video. And the video was of a guy called Steve Hardison. If you haven't got Steve in your life or if anybody watching this hasn't got Steve Hardison in their life and you're open to change and seeing something differently and having an incredible experience, follow Steve Hardison. He's called the ultimate coach and just an incredible guy he then started posting about a book called a course in miracles now this kept coming up for me a course in miracles course in miracles kept coming up kept coming up i'm like okay universe i give in i'm going to get this book a course in miracles um that's one of them and then he recommends another book called the way of mastery it's a three book series so i followed that as well and then other coaches started popping up and it's just it's so it was never really one thing. It was just following, yeah, yeah. following the steps, following the steps. That next thing that was shown to me, I'm like, okay, 
I'll follow that, I'll follow that, I'll follow that, I'll follow that, I'll follow that. And I'm, that's where, that's what guides me now. It's like, right, what my intention is, here's my intention, here's my goal, here's my desire, I'll follow the next thing. And if it's scary, I just look at why it's scary, but then it's usually the next thing. And then I'll, I'll remove any belief or blocks that are in the way and I'll just then do the next thing. Right. Like, for example, like this, this podcast was a scary thing. My ego's going, shit, Ryan knows, sorry, I didn't mean to swear in That's case right. I'm not allowed to. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan knows all this stuff. Like he's a genius when it comes to health. I'm going to be like shown up to, because I don't know anywhere near what he knows when it comes to health and stuff. My ego tried to like do everything it could to not get me on this podcast. I mean, we've had the experience of what, last week we couldn't get on because of uh, something. And that was then my, that was my you, thing. Yeah. That was my, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I'm sure a couple. Of, in fact, yeah, I apologise for that. It never happens, but yeah. But here, so here's what's really cool, right? Listeners, watchers, like Ryan said, that never happens. But I said I would say I attracted that because I wasn't at a point mentally, emotionally, to be able to get on this podcast because my ego was throwing all this stuff, going, "You're not good enough. Um, you're going to get humiliated. All that stuff." And then as soon as I do the work on it and I remove that out, boom! Now we're on a thing. Yeah. And it's, it's just following that next step. So I don't know why I'm on a podcast with you, right? I don't know what, I don't know what the universe is going, get on the podcast. Right, I don't know why. Like my intention is to build this thing and do this thing, but I'm doing it. Like, I don't know what's coming off the back of it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, with me, like, because of my, my guests, well, I've had quite a range of guests, and it's I always talk about, like, a lot of people talking about different health, and sometimes there's specific areas we go into. Other times I like to get interesting guests on, and especially people in, in, the, in the world of, like, helping people, personal development because health in my in my opinion it covers every single aspect of it whether it comes from romantic financial uh, it could be nutritional whatever it is and so and I always like to get good people on people that are helping people because you know it's it, you I, I might have a listener uh, who resonates with you they might they might like come across me and then they might like me but they might go oh actually but I resonate a bit more with Matt and so I, one of my things is I'm trying to help over a million people at least over a million people to get to get where they want to go nice. get better or whatever and so if that means like there's someone else comes on they resonate with or you give them a little maybe they go and read that book and then go oh my god that changed my life and so like it's it's always good to tap into other people because um you know I, i've got my stuff and i'm very much like you i'll, I'll read like when I, I only come across peter uh not long ago during uh, the last year and he's someone who's changed my perspective on the stuff because i know i i don't know did you do dax moyes um um, I've, I've never done his stuff I followed him a few years ago yeah. um, but I've never done his actual stuff right, but yeah. yeah he had that of course in neuroscience which, which was good um, but Peter talks about it's, it's very different he's talking about as you say removing the blocks and when people feel like I'm not enough he says well if I cut you open would it have a tag in there saying you know right <laughs> I'm not good look, looking enough or it? no it's just the things that we've, we've put in our head and so this, this one of the things we'll, we'll go on to it then because I think it is it is important um, and that like self sabotage behaviour you were mentioning like what what was it that or yeah what what was the teachings that you've you've got into or you help your people your your clients get through or even yourself like what was it about self self sabotage you learned in terms of how to get people out of it or what was the main reasons people are self sabotaging. So I think Loaded uh, I want to say I know, but I'm but I'm not um, arrogant enough to say I know. But I've got massive like I believe this to be true that we are conditioned as human beings to believe the answer is out there, and we'll be happy when we get the job, we get the 
partner, we get the family, we get the blah, 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 blah. We get the stuff we get, we get, we get. And that's where I was operating from. Oh, I'll be happy when I get the, that. I'll be happy when I get that. If I can just get that much money in my account and that body and that girlfriend and that life, then I will be happy. And that's where I came from. And then I got all the stuff. I got the girlfriend, I got the family, I got the car, I got the nice big fancy house, I got the business looking perfect. And I've never felt so depressed and empty in my entire life. And I'm like, oh great, now what? Now I've got all the stuff and I still feel not enough? Now what? So I told my story, I'm not enough. Um, that's when the, so, so my story, I'm not enough. Then I hire the business guy, then I sabotage everything, then I lose everything. And I go, see, I'm not enough. There's my proof, I'm not enough. And my external matches my internal. So even though I could strive and hustle and grind and get the external from a place of I'm not good enough and I'll be enough then, and I'll be happy then, even though I got it, because my program was I'm not enough, I eventually have to do the action that pushes it all away to prove and back up that program, that story, that belief about myself. And that's, and I've, I've done a blog about this, but basically one night coming home from work, I'm like, right, everyone will be better without me. I'll go and end it all. It's like five years ago. So I went to go and end it all. Text the missus at the time, who's the mother of my kids. Uh, she was pregnant with my little girl at the time, and I've got a little boy as well. And text her saying, uh, you guys will be better off without me. I'm not coming back. Done. Um, driving down the road one night uh, towards a lorry, seatbelt off, because I was like, that's the way to end it all. And my phone wouldn't stop flashing by the side of me. I'm like, I'm not going to answer it. I'm just going to end it, just going to end it, just going to end it. Anyway, I ended up picking up the phone. Is the the ex, she's now ex, uh, partner at the time. Answered the phone to her. She's like, come home, let's chat. That was like the big, that was like my rock bottom point. And she was like, you are enough. You just got to be yourself. You are enough. So I was like, right. Even though she said it, I still didn't believe it. So that was, that's kind of my journey with the whole, with that thing. And what came out of all of that and where I operate from now is I am enough now because I've done like so much inner work, so much journey, so much crying, so much like letting go, so much shedding of all this stuff, the deep, deep inner work, removing all these stories, all these beliefs, all the extrapolating, all that, taking it all out, coming back to the truth, which is true for everybody, whether they believe it or not, that you are enough as you are. We're all in it, like as we are, we're just enough, we are enough now. We might have desires and goals and dreams and aspirations to do more, be more, have more, get more, give more, but as we are right now, in this moment right now, we are enough. Like I have, that's how I operate now, I am enough. I need nothing else, nothing, I dreams, desires, goals, aspirations, yes, for more, but, Right now, I'm enough, and I operate from that place. And that's what I was finding with clients now, or I know that now, is they come to me with this, I'm not happy, so I need a better body, I need a better business, I need a better relationship. But we take it back to, is it true? Like, that's a powerful, powerful question. I love it. And Byron Katie, you talk about names and who helped you. Byron Katie, I don't know if you've heard of her or not. She does the work. Life-changing stuff. Every, I recommend that to everybody. Um, it's just, is that true? Is that story true? Is that is it true? And it's not like if it's a limiting belief, self-sabotaging belief or whatever, it's just not true. Right. Um, cause the truth is you are enough, whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. You are enough. So I get my clients back to that place operating from, you are enough. You need nothing more. Then you go, once you're enough, you go, well, if I'm enough and I don't need anything, cause words are powerful. If I don't need anything, what do I want? Now, you might want the same stuff as you thought that you needed. So you might want the better body, the better relationships, the money, the business, the great life and stuff. You might want all that stuff, but you're coming from a different place. 
you're coming from, I am enough. I'm, I'm good enough now. I'm worthy and deserving of all that stuff rather than a, I'm not good enough and I'll be happy then. Because if the program is I'm not enough, even if you get it, your program is still I'm not enough. And you'll do what I did and many people do and you'll self-sabotage, which is actually a form of self-protection, but different story. You'll push it all away. You're like, well, why did I mess up? I said I want it in the body. Why the hell am I eating cake? I want the body. Why am I doing it? I want the relationship. Why am I arguing with the person that I'm living with? And I said I want the relationship. and I want. That's why, because you don't believe you're worthy and deserving and all good enough. Move all that stuff out of the way. Come back home to the truth of who you are. And no, I'm pointing in here and not here because this will tell you that you're not enough and society will tell you that you're not enough and your parents will tell you that you're not enough and some partners might tell you you're not enough. But none of that's true. It's not true. You are enough. We all, everybody's enough. And I think if we can get that message out to the masses that you are enough and you don't need all this other stuff, then you come at the world from that place of I'm enough. I don't need love from you. I don't need likes from you. I don't need acceptance from you. I don't need approval and praise and respect from you. Because I'm more, I don't need that stuff. So now I can come from the place of enoughness. And what do I really want? Oh, I want to give more. Yeah, I want to receive more and get all the nice shiny stuff. But I don't need it. It will come as a byproduct of the work that I'm doing. I don't need it. So I'm not striving. I'm not chasing. I'm coming from the place of I'm enough. And then I'm a magnet for it. Because like, if you go down the street and run after someone, what are they going to do? They're going to run away. That's what we're doing with our goals, our dreams and desires. We're chasing, chasing, chasing. And it's just running away. And even if we get it, because we're holding the belief nine times out of ten that we're not good enough, we don't deserve it, we're not worthy, we'll push it away. It's a very, very powerful. I want people to go back and listen to that again because it's so true. And I love that analogy. If you run after someone down the street, they're going to run away. When you're just like, it's that, um, <laughs> it actually reminded me of a little, uh, I think it's like a little, well, it's a parable, I suppose. Well, it's sort of, it's like the two, the two lions on the hill. Have you heard that one? And it says like the two lions on the hill, and there's this like a lot of antelope or deer down below. And the young lion says to, to his dad, "Dad, why don't we run down there and fuck one of those deer?" And the old man, the, the, the dad says, "Son, how about we walk down there and fuck them all?" And it's like, <laughs> and it's just sort of like not just like it's like having that belief or just being who you are rather than like it's hard because those programs because i'm interested in like thank you very much for sharing that story matt it's very powerful i mean in where you were and like those times you know i've had clients and people i've never been there much well i have been there in terms of how ill i was and i was like i didn't want to be here because how bad it was but i was never at that point where i was like literally about to do it so i know uh that's powerful for you to share that and then it's going to touch a lot of people um and just like that programming to, to break out of that programming um was it was it quite a challenge has it been quite a challenge i mean you said a lot of tears a lot of, a lot of work done like how long did it take you to, to get out of that programming because i mean because this just because i want to put a backstory to that is because it's easy to say things like you are enough and when you're in it and as a coach you go through these things you do a lot of self-development people what we do we do a lot of self-development you know there's my more <clears> for example like i don't know that many people in not in the coaching world unless they're a professional athlete that would probably for example my routine like i get up um i, I brush my teeth with my left hand to keep my like brain stimulated i then go and do my like morning tonic that i have then i come and i do some stretching some breathing i do some rotation i then do a chin journaling, I do some left-handed writing, once again, to get my brain stimulated. A lot of these things that we do, and like, like a lot of people will be like, okay, that's interesting, because you're trying to become the better, best version of yourself, um, so you can be more for other more people. And you can, and it's, once again, it's not like, as you said, I'm very much like, 
believe what you said there in terms of well, it's not even belief it's just true like needing saying or just being that person you know, saying you know, you'd be that person but breaking those programs down you know for you like how long did that take and also I want to go I want to go back to it because I think it's interesting you said did it did it did it stem from golf or did it stem from something that was even deeper when you're younger like not being enough did it come from family oh yeah it's, it's always always rooted in childhood yeah. i mean there are some people that say it's like past lives and past generation and and things like that and yeah that's like in a way that's true um but without getting too woo woo and out there um definitely 100 from childhood 100 and i've so there's again we talk about what was it it wasn't a specific thing that accumulation um it's just a cue, like I did, like inner child work and then past life regret and like all that stuff and whatever and forgiveness and there's like so many different things you can do. Um, what was the most powerful one for yourself? Was there a moment when you were like, you know what, I am enough? Like, do you remember that moment? Um. You know what? If here's the analogy that I would that I would use is that if you had a client come to you and said, "Right, well, I want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger," and they've never done any training ever in their life, and I want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then you said, "Okay, you took them on as a client," and let's just say then they became Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And then you said to them, "Well, they look like Arnold in their prime, right? Let's just say like in his like twenties or whatever when he was Mr. Universe," and then you eventually took that client to that. And then you ask that client, right, what was the one thing that made you look like Arnold? It's kind of like that. I don't mean to insult you with that, with, that, with the question you've asked is a great, great question. But it, it was never one workout that did it for me. It was workouts over time that have got me to the I am enough. It wasn't that one coach said, oh, you are enough. And I go, oh, cool, great, let's go. <laughs> it was never that. It's, it's the doing meditations. It's the finding out all the, all the times when I – picked up the I'm not enough beliefs. Like one of them, I was uh, I was doing a swimming competition when I was about eight, right? I was doing a swimming competition, breaststroke, dived in, blah, 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 swim to the end, get out. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not, right? This is what I remember from the time. I come out of the pool, I pop my head up, and my dad came down to the side of the pool to me, and he said, you know what? If you'd have got quicker off the blocks, you'd have won that race, right? I got goosebumps again. I, think, I don't know if you can see them on the camera, goosebumps again. Yeah. Now, that's what he said, okay? My interpretation straight away was, I'm not good enough. That's just one example. Now, it doesn't, it, my dad didn't bend down and go, you're not good enough, right? He might have bent down from a place of total love, knowing that I'm good enough and I'm worthy of winning, and he just gave me like a little tip to help me win, right? But my story was, I'm not good enough. My dad just come down and like criticize what I've done, so I'm not good enough, right? So it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong, it's does it serve me? That didn't serve me, so I get to change it. I go, oh, I am good enough to win. And that's why my dad bent down and went, oh, you know what? If you're quicker off the blocks, then you're going to win. Oh, I'm worthy and deserving of winning. My dad wants me to win. And it'd be great if I, and it'd be fine if I won. So there was never, it wasn't that one moment. It wasn't that one meditation I did or that one journaling session. It's, it's workouts. It's repetition. Mm -hmm. Like it, it wasn't ever one thing. It was a, like if I could get, say to anybody, um, like what could you do? Uh, I would actually say go and hire a coach who's been there and done it, whether that's me, whether that's you, whether that's somebody else online, whether it's Steve or anybody else that's out there, find someone who resonates with you, someone who's who has what you want, whether it's energy, whether it's health, whether it's money, relationships, outlook on life, 
find someone who has what you want, who's done that work and go and get them to do it with you. Yeah. Like, even if you tell the story, oh, I can't afford it. Most of us, most of us will, if you just message us and say, honestly, I can't afford it. What can I do? We'll give you something to do and we'll help you. And that'll be the next step and the next, the next step and the next step. Keep taking those next steps. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't one thing. Mm -hmm. It's constant. And I have to do it like every day still. I still have to do those meditations every day, every day. Like you talk about morning routine. Mine is close my eyes, hand on my heart, connect to my higher self, myself. I use like, I use the word God not really just whatsoever. Okay. Some people use the universe. Some people say source. Some people say angels, some people higher self. For me, the word that works for me is God, not God sitting at not religion whatsoever. Okay. I've got to clear that up straight away. I'm not religious at all, but that works for me. So I'm like hand in here. I just connect to the God, the higher self source universe that knows that I am enough. And I breathe into that every single morning to remind me every single day. And then I come from that place. So if there's one thing people can do, it's reconnecting with you and coming back home to you and just going, right, tell me the truth of who I am. That's one thing that they can do. 100%. And sometimes I, I, I just ask those questions because I think it's important because people, people love a, like a list of one thing. And, I, and generally I ask them because I know that it won't be one thing. And so I want people to understand <laughs> it. It's not like it's, it's not going to be like people want the top 10 or the top three things and you can and, and sometimes you can give them like i did a video yesterday i don't know if you saw it like the top three supplements you can give but but generally these things it's it's becoming that person and it happens over time and and you know as you said it, it took you it, it would take you that amount of time to get to Schwarzenegger. it wouldn't happen overnight you know it'd take you and then you have to become that person who wants to get there and that's that and that's the, that's the huge part of it so when so so when people we say not enough, and those, those things are. I think we've all had them in childhood, and it's so so true about the story you tell yourself or the way you come at it. You, someone can say something to you, and your thoughts about that or who you are can make that sentence a completely different or having a completely different intention to what they actually meant for you. As you said about that, if you got off <clears> the blocks a bit quicker, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm not good enough," rather than, "Oh, oh, cheers, Dad. Yeah, perfect. Next time I'll, I'll do that." And then, and then like, yeah, and it's. And that is a, it can be a game changer. I think uh, Peter Peter Crone he talks about. He said, "Who would you be if you let all those thoughts? And what what who would you be? And who and what could you achieve if you let all those thoughts about you that aren't serving you go?" And it's like, yeah. Oh. And that's like, uh, who who was? So was it was it Byron Katie's the work that really got you into this? Because it's, it's it's quite a similar. I think they got quite a similar take on things. Because I I I love Byron Katie. I think it's wicked. I mean, is that quite quite a lot of that stuff? Have you done? Yeah. Um, and I've found that a few coaches, that, like I've got a couple of coaches now, and it's all similar stuff. It's all similar stuff, but kind of in a different way. And the only yeah. reason I've got the coaches that I've got is because I totally resonate with who they are and I want the life that they have. Who's that? Like, that's it. Like, they've, they've done the journey. They've got what I want. And... Like, that's who I'm, that's who I'm working with at the moment. There's two. Amanda Francis is one of them and Nick Tillier is another one. Amanda... Francis, Francis, and Nick Tillier. Nick Tillier. I've heard of Nick uh, Tillier. I've heard of Nick Tillier. Cool. I'll have a little look into them and see what see what they're, see what they're doing. It's always good to uh, maybe even get one on the on the podcast. Have a little chat to him. But Amanda Francis, Nick Tillier. Cool. And so when you deal with when you're dealing with your clients, is it mainly men you work with, Matt? 50 50 at the moment is it okay because i know just 50 50 yeah. i only asked that because you have like your man on, on fire program um i didn't know because yeah so i just wanted to think that's 50 50 i mean like most of my clients are long term like most of my clients are over the five year um 
like thing that I've worked with for some of them were PT and transition now into more like a life coaching thing. Um, just cause they see the value of it and things just get better and better for them. And it's like, we're hardly doing any like work on them now. Cause we've removed all the stuff that isn't serving them. It, it's almost like, what are they like the sessions? I think everybody had, there's a book called, um, oh, what's it called? To do with upper limits, the big leap, Gay Hendricks. I don't know if you've heard of that book, um, but he talks about we all have upper limit problems or upper limits and we reach a limit and then we just can't seem to break through it. And even if we do, we'll come back to that. It's like a thermostat kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, so now all I do with my clients pretty much is one. Now we've done all the work and the and removing all the stuff that isn't serving them. We're installing all the new hardware, software and programs and they're running with that. And if they ever come up against any kind of block, we go, cool, here's why the block's there. Let's remove it. Let's go into the next level. Let's go to the next level. And that's what I'm like here for. Uh, I was chatting to, I went out for lunch with my mom yesterday and uh, I was like, I'm struggling to articulate like what I really do. Cause it's very hard. I think to articulate like what I do, like I change people, transform people. And it's like, how do you put that? She's like, you used to play golf, use a golf analogy. She's like, you're like a caddy. And I was like, oh, I like that. You're right. like, like, I'm, like I'm a caddy. Like I tell the people that like they want to win the championship, the tournament, or they want to have a better round or they want to play better and have a better experience. And yeah, while I'm a, quite a good golfer and I'm doing it for myself as well, oh, I love helping other people have that better experience and supporting them along the way. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a mix at the moment with clients. That's also, yeah, I think that's a great analogy. Honestly, mate, you'll love Peter Crone. You need to C-R-O-N-E. You need to like Peter Crone, go on him. He's like, he, I mean, he does a lot of work with golfers as well. And he talks about, like, he had one golfer who, uh, he was like, Australia, I can't remember who it was, Australian, just top, top Australian golfer. And he just couldn't seem to win win the uh, the, the open. He really wanted to win an open. And he said, "Well, the the thing is, you're you said you're you're really worrying about like winning just one." He said, "What if he made the goal? I want to be like the most successful Australian golfer of all time." He said, "Okay, who's got the most?" And he said, "This guy at thirteen. He said, "Okay, well, how about we get to 10? All of a sudden, winning one mm. isn't a big deal because you're trying to get to ten. Yeah, and like yeah. you're a different person. And it's just like changing the frame around that. And it's like uh I'm a good guy. Yeah. You know Dave Aldred? You probably know Dave Aldred. You should, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Wilkinson's kicking coach. He works with a lot of golfers and stuff. Yeah. Got, got a good, great book out there called The Pressure Point. Like, he's very, very good and he talks about that. So mm. I, I get it. So we've so we've so you go through the self the self-sabotage stuff. And so when you're trying to talk to these people about you said before, like attracting more money or attracting like relationships into their life, like is once again that's just like what I believe, for example, that I should have a, a beautiful person in my life whoever rather than thinking um, I'm not actually good enough so every time I'm getting these things coming into my life it's because I don't actually feel like I'm enough so that's what I'm attracting rather than being I oh, know of course I deserve a, a beautiful lady or man in my life who is this and this and that and once you open yourself up to that the universe the path's open is that yeah yeah cool so what are the, so with people like what were because there's specific things, because people like to talk about this. Like if we looked at, for example, uh, just that, for relationships, what are some, some of the biggest aha moments or blocks that have been removed? Is, was it, is it like, um, once again, is it just like a build-up of stuff? Yeah, I'm so sorry because it's like, it's a, it's a few things for people. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's got their own experiences. Now, this this can go very, very deep, like, very deep with patterns and programs and um, whether you're still running like childhood patterns. Cause if, again, if you haven't evolved into man, woman and you're still running boy, girl patterns, you're just going to attract like, 
a lot of people, <laughs> here's what's funny is a lot of people are in a relationship with their mom or their dad. So you're not actually in it. That's just weird if you're in a relationship with your mom or your dad, but the person you're in a relationship with will have very similar character traits with mom or dad. Right. Um, because that's what, you know, and that's what feels safe. And that's where you feel mm, nice and warm and cared for. It might not be what you actually desire, but it's what is known to you. So if, if you're a female and all you just keep attracting is um, men who are let's just, just never there for you, don't always seem to be doing something, whether it's work, whether it's playing on their Xbox, whether it's out with friends, away with business, at the gym, and you're like, no matter what I do, I, can't, I just keep attracting these guys that are just never there for me. Then I would go, right, let's look at your childhood. And was daddy around much? And they were like, no, he's always at work. Because that's what kind of like stereotypical, that's what they did. Dad was always out at work, mom was at home and stuff. And it's like, well, that's what you know. Or that's the story you're telling. Guys aren't there for me. Um, so it, that was the, the biggest thing for me. It's like, holy shit, I was... I was now, the, the girls I've been in a relationship have been absolutely amazing. They've been responsible for a lot of my healing. Um, and the girl I'm dating now, is, this, this might sound really, really bad, So, but people can take it however they want to take it. The girl I'm dating now is like who I, desi who I desire as a whole complete enough being is who I, who I desire to be with, not who part of me needs because I feel like my completion is out there and I'm half and I need my other half. Right. So whereas before I was running all different sorts of programs, I was just attracting those um, partners into my life that were in alignment with that. Does that make sense? It's, without, going to, without going into too much detail and stuff. But when I came home to me and go, right, I am enough. I don't need, um, now, 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 mom isn't in my life. I don't need a mother in my life. I don't need someone to mother me. But because I was still running a child program, I was like, right, I need someone to mother me. And that's kind of what I attracted is women that would like mother me. No, this isn't, a, I'm not putting them down or, or anything like that. But that's just what I attracted because that's where I was coming from. But then when I go, oh, I don't need a, a, a woman to mother me anymore. I'm, I'm enough. I can support and take it. I want a partner to, to, to grow with me and go with me, not to like mother me. Then all of a sudden, the last relationship, we go, oh, we're no longer a match for each other. Now this new one is. She doesn't want to mother me at all. She wants to be led by a man, right? And it just so happens that my journey's gone from boy that wants to be mothered into a man who can lead now. And that's the experience I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of relationships, that's, that's, I believe, how it works is you're only ever attracting, the world is your mirror, right? You're only ever attracting what's really going on in here, what you believe you need, the stories you're telling yourself, um, because even though logically it doesn't make sense to be in an abusive relationship, if that's what feels safe to you, if that's what you know, that's what you're going to attract. So people are then saying, well, how do I get out of it? How do I get what I desire? Matt, you're in a relationship with someone you desire. How do I get that? You make it as safe as possible. This is what I learned from Nick, by the way. So I'm not trying to steal anything from him and make it my own. This is all Nick stuff. You make it as safe as possible to have what you desire. So I also had a pattern of, um, or a story or a belief that getting what I want will result in pain. If I have what I want, it won't last. So because I don't want to experience pain, who does, right? 
I wouldn't allow myself to have what I really, really wanted. So I couldn't get the girl I really desired because why would I, if it was going to end in pain? But now my belief, my story, my programming is stuff just gets to get better and better and better and better. It just gets to keep getting better and better and better and better and better. So now I'm allowing myself to have what I really, really desire. Caveat, I'm not saying this girl I'm dating is better than the girls that I dated before, okay? There's no comparison. I hate, I, hate the fact that that out there. I hate the fact we're in 2020 and you have to keep on saying these things because it's like someone might get offended. I get where you're coming from. I know. I get where you're coming from, mate. It's, I get where you're coming from. You're not saying better. You're just saying it's your journey. It's a different people. Because the girls you've dated before, they're probably on their own journey and they'll grow as well and they'll attract different people as well. So, oh, 100%. Exactly. 100%. So. Well, I've had great times with those girls and they are like, they're amazing. They're like, absolutely, they're what I needed and wanted and, and and resonated with at that time, fantastic girls, great. But then I shift and change, go, well, actually, different stories. No, that's what I want now. So, so when you, so when you went through that change, and when you went out, so for people out there, like it changed, and obviously you were uh, putting different energy out and attracting a girl, for example. Did you change the way you'd approach a girl like that? Did or for example, when you have to deal with your clients, you say, like, did you? Did you carry yourself different? Did you approach them different? Like, how did she come into your life? Like, what was what was that like? Do you see what I'm saying? Because if you're running, did you get my, did you get my yeah, question? Yeah, no, I remember. No, I remember it 100. And they'd, like the answer, the answer is always, 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 always. You you just get what any like what you put out. She didn't come into my life because I was putting out the energy of I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. I can't have it. It's not safe. Blah blah. So I was pushing it away, pushing it away, pushing it away. But then I I do the work. I go no. I get to have what I desire. I'm worthy and deserving of whatever I desire. I'm good enough, and it is safe. Then all of a sudden, my last relationship, uh, we decide it's not working, so we go our own separate ways. Out of nowhere, right? Story is out of nowhere. This girl starts following me on one of the social media platforms. Out of nowhere, right? Now, usually, I'm not saying every time, but most times, if people like add me as a friend or, or follow me or whatever, I'll send them a message and go, "Hey, thanks for following. Really appreciate it. Did anything prompt it?" Right? I just want to try and connect and make conversation with people. But intuition, because here's the thing. Again, stepping back a little bit, looking at what my desires really were is that I didn't really desire the person I was in a relationship with. So I was like, right, let's look at what I really, really desire. Get absolutely clear on that, what I really desire in a girl. So that's, that was the precept of this. Um, and then all of a sudden, this girl starts following me. Just so happens, she's everything that I desire. Just so happens. And then my intuition says, don't just message her and say, hey, thanks for the follow. Uh, thanks for reaching out. Like, is there anything that prompted it? Don't just say that. Say something different. And I was like, no, I don't usually say that. And I'm, I'm going, no, no, ego is going, no, don't. Just say the normal thing. But intuition's going, no, just say something different. So I like, message something different back. And we got chatting, we got chatting. And I was like, oh, cool, let's go for a date. So it's, I didn't possibly approach her differently, possibly said different things. I don't know. Um, like I didn't, I don't change who I was and what I did. It's I changed who I was being. Yeah. Because before I didn't think I was worthy and deserving of a girl like this. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't think I was worthy. Didn't think I was deserving. Didn't think it was safe for me to have a girl like this. Um. So I would I would do everything to deflect it and push it away. I think it's quite a powerful but thing. I was gonna say it's a very powerful thing. It's about being safe and how like you feel like even if you get it. 
the pain might come in. That's quite a big thing, I think, for a lot of people. Like, because if they get it, they've got to change their. Well, first of all, things might leave, so it's a pain of like loss. But also, they, yeah. might, have to, they might have to change their life, which which at the moment is quite comfortable. Of so, yeah. but but so on on that, I know what my desires, intentions, and goals are. I'm absolutely clear on those. I'm clear on my vision for my life. Absolutely crystal clear, right? It's that I've got that crystal clear end like end vision and beyond that as well. That's crystal clear. It's also safe for me to have that. I'm worthy of having that. I'm deserving of having that. Um, and there is no pain associated with me having that whatsoever, right? And then all I do is just keep taking those next steps that are shown to me. It's just keep taking, oh, okay, so this girl fits into, like, the bigger picture right now. Now, I might do some work, and it might change. Yeah. It might. It might not. I don't know. I'm continually doing the work on me. Yeah. But, like, right now, that fits into... Dreams, desires, goals, aspirations, my life, my vision for my life. People might say, oh, that's really selfish, but if that triggers you, then you need to go and do the work on like, having your dreams, desires, and owning them, and what you really, really want. Um, but then, yeah, that fits into it, and everything is its almost like reverse engineering. But I don't even have to engineer it, because the universe, or the whatever, shows me the next steps. doesn't show me after the next steps. doesn't show me what it's like going to be in a relationship with this girl. doesn't show me that. Well, did Steve Jobs say you can't connect the dots before you do the thing? Mm. You you get to the end thing, and then you can see how you got there. Yeah, of course. I just keep taking that next step. And it's scary, and we're talking about different things and, and changing all these types of things, and it's scary, but it still fits. And it's all change, and it's all new, but it all fits into that big idea, that big vision for my life. And I just keep taking the next steps. It's like having, just having unwavering faith, basically, that, that you just go with it. You know, It's just the one of those things that's just showing up. And at the end of the day, you'll never know unless you try, right? So it's one of those things. You'll never know. And Yeah. I mean, and, and, to get and what's the alternative? I don't, I don't do it. That's the alternative. Exactly. Is I don't message the girl back. Yeah, exactly. And uh, do you know what I mean? I don't get on a podcast or I don't... Reach out to new clients, or I don't go to the gym. Do you know what I mean? That's like, what's the alternative? I don't get what I want. I'd rather have what I want than, than not. Or, or I'd rather at least go for what I want and go down that path rather than getting to the end of my life and going, oh, I never really went for what I wanted. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, I think it's, and that's, I'm guessing it's the same, exactly the same with money, um, everything else that you talk about, right? It's like everything, money, health, relationship, like, like everything. And because that's what I used to see in the gym, right? Like middle-aged Jane, right? She would go to me, oh man, I really, really want to lose weight. That's what she really, really want. I want to feel attractive in my clothes. I want to lose, I feel attractive in the bedroom. I want to lose weight. Okay, cool. But if five of her friends or her best friends have no intention of losing weight and getting in shape, She'll be like, oh, I'm going to get kicked out of my tribe here. If I get in shape and get really, really healthy and get really fit and really sexy and, and really step into my femininity and stuff, I don't know what that's like. And then she starts doing it. She gets on this journey and her husband starts going, oh, are you going to the gym again? Because there are a lot of dick husbands out there that do that. And yeah, guys, I'll call you out for doing that as well because they're, they're insecure. So they'll push that onto their, onto their wives, girlfriends, partners, whatever. Uh, that's another thing I'm really passionate about because that's one of the things that I used to bump up against a lot when I was doing the PT stuff. Oh, Matt, I really want to do it, but my husband won't let me. Different story, another conversation, another day. But then she starts doing it, and her friends then say the same. Oh, you're coming out tonight, Jane. We're going to go out for a few drinks. And she's like, oh, not tonight. I'm going to go to the gym or got a spin cloud or whatever. Oh, you're no fun. So then that starts becoming painful for her. So then she's got two choices. She goes, right, they're good friends, and I like them, but they're just not – they don't fit into my dreams and desires. Husband's a dick. He's not going to support me, so he's not fitting into my dreams and desires. That can be a different conversation. You could say to your husband, oh, I'd like you to support me. Then that's another conversation. 
but you've got a decision to make. You're like, do you sacrifice your dreams and desires just to stay with your tribe and what's comfortable? Or do you break free and go for it? And I use the caveman or cave woman or cave, whatever you identify as analogy. Like if you're in your cave, right? And you've got food and you've got fire, then you're cool. You're fine. But once that food runs out, you've got two choices. You can stay in the safety of the cave and eventually just die, or you can go out hunting for more food. A little bit dangerous, but you've got a chance of thriving. Same as if the fire goes out. You can freeze to death and go, ah, I've had a good life. The fire's gone out. It's fine. I'm going to freeze to death and stay in here and die. Or you can go, no, it's unsafe out there. So I'm just going to take the next step, the next step, the next step, go and collect some firewood, come back and have the warmth and the heat and start thriving. It's, it's the same. Like, that's human behavior. You either stay in the cave and you, and you suffer or you take the next steps and you thrive. And yes, things will have to go. Yes, you'll have to leave things and people and, and maybe places behind. But what's your alternative? You stay and it's uh, painful or you yeah. step forwards and you take the next step and, and you thrive and become an inspiration to your friends maybe. 100% and I think that's a massive one like being as you said we as having done work on the on the brain you probably know about the uh, million part where you literally that hierarchical thing right and and not and not losing your friends or, or being extradited from the tribe because back in the day that would mean probably death yeah and so it, it, yeah. Is hard, it is really hard so for people like for people it's and also when you feel like when you go oh my god when you feel enough or you feel like oh anything's possible it's amazing how how the negative thoughts are causing so much dis-ease in the body and even in the mind. And when you don't have them, some people want them just because they feel comfortable. It's like, I've always had those thoughts. So is that something you do with a client? Yeah. Like trying to get, like, what do I do without these negative thoughts? Like, what do I replace them with? What, what, what would you say to people who say that? Like, Because I know they can be like a comfort blanket. They've always been there. So and sometimes yeah. those things drive people as well. Like, I'm not enough. I'll make it. But it's much... In my opinion, it's much better to be to be get to your goals, chasing it, like having having the carrot rather than you know going against something that because you don't feel enough or trying to prove people wrong. It's better to do it from a place of like I I would like that, but I'm enough, as you said, rather than I'm not enough. And once I get there, I'll show everyone. Yeah, and like you said, it's, it's like a comfort blanket. Now you can now that's. But that's a very like childish thing to have, a comfort blanket. It's like ch- children want those comfort blankets. But when you realize and you come home to the truth that you're totally safe anyway, there's no saber-toothed tiger out there. You're not going to die if you get extradited from your tribe. It's, 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 again, making your desires, dreams, goals, aspirations safe. And that's like visualizing. It's making it safe. But also it's about... Like visualizing the identity. If you say about, oh, I've got negative thoughts, that's that's the program, the pattern, that's that's me, that's me. It's like, no, that's not you at all. That's just your thoughts that you've had. So like first step, I would say, is like like meditation or mindfulness 101. Observe your thoughts. Just get up first thing in the morning, just sit there. Again, this is a Kyle Cease thing. Sit there, close your eyes, and just go, right, I'm just going to watch my thoughts. Any thought that I have, why are you doing this? This is pointless. You shouldn't be meditating. You've got to get up and you've got emails to do and just watch your thoughts. Oh, you're not good enough. You need to go and do it. Just watch your thoughts and realize you're not your thoughts. So any negative thought you've had, even if that's what you've had for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it's knowing, not believing, it's knowing that you are not your thoughts. It's knowing that you're not your thoughts. And then once you go, okay, let's remove those negative thoughts. What are we replacing with? We replace them with positive ones. You can replace them. It's all a choice. You replace them with whatever you want. 
It's, yeah, replacing with replacing with whatever serves your goals, dreams, and desires. And even if every now and again it comes up with, oh, I'm not good enough, or that'll never happen, or can't come off, just go, no, delete that, cancel, that's just a thought, it's not serving me, I can have what I want, I do deserve it, I am good enough. And it's, it's, it's that identity coming home to the truth that you are enough. I can't say that enough. Like you are, and it's just like you are, like everybody is. It's coming home to that. And the ego's going, no, you're not, because you don't, I haven't got a six pack. No, you're not, because you haven't got this much money. No, you're not, because you haven't got that job, that relationship, that house. You need that. And then you no, 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 no. Scratch that, delete it. There's no, there's, it, there's no contract that you sign that says I'm not enough. You didn't sign the contract to I'm not enough. You didn't sign it. It's not true. It's not even there. You are, that's your identity. Enough, no, coming from that, oh, I am enough. So when people, I, I, I completely agree. It's, and I, everything you said there, I absolutely love. For people though that start to get into this sort of like, and I sort of you talked, touched on it before, but for people in there that are trying to get into this pattern of thinking and this process and feeling enough, and then they walk into a restaurant with their mates or they walk into a pub with their mates, and you know, they say something to them or they they try not to react to something they say because they're trying to like relax and remain calm and balance and do all the things they do, and their mates start taking the mick or you know, they, they yeah, they, they say or they act in a way that doesn't serve them or it, you know, brings them back into their old patterns of feeling like they're not enough because they get called a nickname that they've had for ages or whatever it is. What's some advice you could give to people there? Is it, is it to once again, is it, is it to, if you want to be the person you want to be, you've got to leave this tribe behind? Yeah, possibly. Um, like, it's all about doing the work. It depends on how committed someone is to it. I mean, the, the answer to that is, it, the boring answer is you go home, you get out your pen and paper and you go, right, why would I have had to, why have I attracted this situation? What do I believe about myself in order to attract that situation? Um, it, it's usually the thing. Like, why am I putting myself in that situation? Why am I there? If I don't want it, why am I there? And doing that investigative work and go, right, why, why have I attracted that situation? Why am I hanging around these people? What is it about this that is causing me to do it? Mm-hmm. To say yes to things that I don't really want to do. Um, to have my friends take the mick out of me and it triggers something inside of me. Because again, if you're a secure person, you know what your dreams and desires are. It doesn't matter if you're out of shape. If you know what your goals are, you're a secure person and your day one is, okay, I'm going to start getting into shape, but they're still taking the mickey out of you. If you know you're on a mission to get into shape, you go, yeah, okay, take the mickey out of me. That's absolutely fine. And then you give them a little bit of a dig back. Yeah. You know, because you're secure, because you don't need it. That's that's why they can take the mic out of you because they're secure. Right? It's all about banter for them. Like they're fine with giving you banter because they don't care if you go home crying to mummy. Like they're secure. They don't need you in their tribe. They're secure. Now it doesn't mean that when you're secure and you, like you're fine with it, you don't go around and take the piss out of everyone because you don't care if you push them away. It's not about that. It's not about being so secure that you're an asshole and you push up. Oh, I don't need anybody. Push them. It's not that at all. Yeah, you don't need anybody. But now you can come from a place of not need. Like, what's the least attractive trait in a person? Neediness. No, it's the least attractive trait. Is that neediness? So you could look at, well, why do I keep pushing people away? That's because I'm, I'm having this, I need them energy. When you go, no, I'm whole and complete. I don't need anybody. Then you go, right, who do I want in my life? Who do I want to hang around? Don't want to hang around with people that just go to the pub all the time, complain about their nine to five job, complain about their husbands and wives and kids, and then go and get drunk all weekend. Do I want to hang around? And there's no judgment on those people, by the way. No judgment on those people whatsoever. If that's your life then, and you're happy, then that's totally cool. I don't but think many I'm people... are not happy being around those people. They're not happy. We know that. No, no, that's what I, was going to say. I, don't, I don't think many people are like that. This is this podcast anyway, so don't worry about it. But, but, but I've, had, like, I've had to let 
go of some really close friends that are living that life, but it doesn't align with my life, my dreams, my desires, and my goals. So I've had to get out of that tribe. I've gone through the lonely, dark times of being totally alone and lonely. But when I can be in the darkest, deepest, loneliest place and be fine with it and be there for that loneliness and be the space to hold that loneliness and that inner child that's scared and whatever, and I can be the I can be the savior of that inner child. I don't need anybody else to then come and save me. I don't need a partner to come and make me feel enough or make me feel safe or make me feel loved. I don't need that. I don't need clients to do that. I don't need money in the bank to make me feel enough. You know, I can go, right, no, that doesn't align with my dreams, desires, and goals. I want to hang around with people, hang around with people like Ryan, right? I want to go on podcasts with people like Ryan and doing stuff like this, then down the pub moaning about the fact that, uh, I don't know, like my boss gave me shit for turning up two minutes late to work or not sending the email or whatever. Nope, don't need that life. <laughs> don't need it. Don't need it. So so, so if, if we were to say, like, Matt, your your message to people out there, like, what would be the one thing or not one thing. What would what would what would you like to say to people though, if they wanted uh, to get the life that they wanted? What would be your bit of advice? What would be the message you'd like to put people? Because then you say you, you don't know. You're a bit like a caddy, yeah. You are. I've been thinking. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's like freedom as well. So, like, what would you what would you say is the message? Get clear on what you want. Start like start there. Just 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 play with it. Just get out a pen and paper, like go go somewhere on your own, listen to some good music, maybe do a workout or something, or some yoga and some breathing and go, right, what do I actually want? Just start there. What do I what do I actually just start writing? What do I really want? What do I want my body to look like? What do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want in terms of career or job or whatever? Start with come home to you. Forget what your parents say you should have, or society says you should have, or friends say, or what Matt and Ryan say you should have. Forget all of that and just go, what do I actually, if I can have anything, what do I want? Start there. Then the work starts. Because the only reason why you haven't got what you want is because a belief that you're not worthy, you're not deserving, not good enough, you can't have it, it's not available to you, it's not safe, blah, 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 blah. Then the work starts. But then what I would say is make a decision. Make a decision whether you're going to go after what you want and you're willing and ready and able to do the work to go after what you want and you're going to be relentless and not stop until you until it becomes your reality and that's who you are. Or you go, nah, I'm going to go back to the TV, the scrolling, the job I hate, the relationship I'm unhappy with, the depression, the can't fit into my clothes, the looking terrible in the mirror, the wanting to turn the light off in the bedroom. But you just make a decision on, like, make a decision. So getting, getting clear on, your, on what, you, what you want. Knowing that you can have absolutely anything, even if you don't know, you do. You can have anything. Re- regardless of that voice in your head that says, no, no, I can't, but, or because, ignore that. Like, you can, whatever you desire, you can you can have. I'm a massive believer in that. Whatever you really desire, you can have. You're worthy of it, you're deserving of it, and it's safe for you to have it. And then it's, like, another practical thing is, breathing into who you are what i mean by that is just literally just close your eyes hand on your heart and just breathe down into your heart and another thing that's just come through by the way of saying that is gratitude 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 be grateful for everything that you can possibly be grateful for even if you're in the worst possible situation circumstance health financial situation relationship if it's the worst ever there's something you can be grateful for the ability to listen to this podcast for a start right grateful for um I don't know, a roof over your head if you've got it. 
food in your belly or grateful for opportunity, grateful for your legs. If you've got that, if you haven't, then grateful for your arms or your hands or your eyes. Start with that gratitude. Come from a place of gratitude. Um, come from there. Show the universe that you can be grateful and you're grateful for what you have right now because the more things you're grateful for, the more things you'll be given to be grateful for. I could go on forever about stuff, but I think the first thing is is getting clear on what you really, really want. Um, coming home to the truth that just you are enough. I can't say that enough. You are, you are, regardless of what mommy and daddy said, regardless of what society and adverts on TV say that you need this dress or you need this car or you need this whatever, you are enough. Like breathe into, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough. Another great exercise, by the way, is the mirror exercise where you literally just stand in front of a mirror and say, I love you until you feel it. Like, give yourself the love that you've been searching for out there. The, the best thing that happened to me is I've been searching for love off my dad, trying to get love and, and, and praise of my dad forever. And I won a golf competition. He's like, oh, I love you. I'm so proud of you. And it didn't fill the hole. I thought it was going to fill the hole. When I got the message saying, I love you, I'm proud of you, I thought it was going to fill the hole because that's what I've been striving after all my life. And I, and I got the thing that I thought was going to make me happy and fulfill me and finish me and, and, and fill me up and complete me. And I got it and I was like, ah, oh, that's not it. Ah, oh, you can fill yourself up. Like, fill your, I am enough. And I look like in the mirror, I love you, I love you, I love you. And your ego will do everything it can to stop you from doing that. I love you, I love you, until you absolutely feel it. I love you, you are enough, we're good enough. I've got you, it's safe, I've got you. Like, do that work. And then follow the next steps. Wherever the next step is, it will be shown to you. And keep following those next steps. Awesome, my man. Awesome. I 100% agree with you. Where can people, where's the best place for people to find you, Matt? Um, I post a little bit on Facebook every now and again. You might have seen some of my stuff. Um, Facebook.com forward slash Matt Smith 2310 or com. But yeah, Facebook is usually where I hang out and share a lot of my stuff. CoachMattSmith.com yeah there's my website there's a little bit of stuff on there or if you want to email me directly it's matt at coachmattsmith.com with two t's if you want to email me directly um yeah i'm open to receiving you're not on the giddy anything. heights of instagram oh yeah i am yeah coach matt smith on instagram perfect yeah awesome my man so it's really good for uh just people to if they want to catch you or maybe just follow you to see what you're about and to see what you're up to i think it's always good because people have a listen and they're like okay yeah this guy's cool i have a little follow and then you never know follow down the rabbit hole and uh might be getting a call for some of them one day so matt it's been a real pleasure talking to you i definitely think that we'll uh do this again and we can go a bit deeper into certain things because i've touched on quite a lot of stuff there and although some people will say, you know, it's 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 oh, things that things that they can't put their finger on. It hasn't been top ten tips, but it's been more about you know opening your mind, changing that mindset, that beliefs. At the end of the day, you know, your beliefs and your thought, your thought pattern, and your beliefs around them, it, it decides or it dictates what you're doing because it dictates who you think you are. Um, I did a really cool exercise with my guys the other day. It was like building a building a character, how they look, how they feel board they wear mm. and all that and it's mm. like cool and step into that and see how it would feel and you go out and yeah. try and live like it because and there's no judgment things don't go well for you because you're just playing a part but after a while you play that part yeah. enough and it's it's one thing so Matt really good talking to you my man thanks for coming on and definitely be getting you back on oh cool mate I just want to say thank you very much for having me on um, like this stuff is inside me and I just need to get it out so you've given me the the, the, the ability to just get that out to more people so Thank you so much for uh, the honour of being able to do that, mate. No worries, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cool.
So that was Matt Smith, people. Hope you enjoyed that. I know we went into, we touched on a lot of things there, and I said before, it can be quite esoteric and people can think it's woo-woo, but your thoughts, feelings, and your patterns that you run are going to greatly impact your life. I know how much my life changed when I actually went for stuff and took the leap of faith and showed the universe that I was ready for what's to come. You know, when I went around the world, I didn't have the money to learn. I went around the world, I put it on credit cards, um, went and learned from the best and the universe caught me because it knew I was going out there to try and help people or at least get help myself and then be able to help others and similarly with other coaches I've had that I didn't have money for at the time I got loans out and and it led to me meeting people expanding my business going around the world you know and it's one of those things that can be daunting at the time but when you when you go for stuff and you and you put in the work that's necessary and you end up you know following that journey following that path it's amazing who you bump into the people in your life that that crop up uh, and the experiences that come your way and it's something that you know matt's really really right on there in terms of stopping those or getting rid of those patterns that you've been running for a long period of time if you want to experience something else you need to change those patterns and change your thoughts and beliefs otherwise you're going to keep on going through the same experiences you've had before and it may mean you know, shedding shedding your skin and and going on a different journey to have people that have been in your life for a long time they'll always be there but you just maybe have to go after different things and and maybe time with them is a little bit less than it would be normally or, or it was before but these shackles had to be broken i've had to do it before in my life and you know i'm in the midst of doing it now um it's something that i've learned if i want to expand and take my business and myself onto the next level then i'm going to have to do things that you know and and, and remove people from my life but just go on a different journey um, and maybe end up seeing a few people a bit, bit less than what I had before but it's, it's your life and in a day it's, you're not going to be happy unless you really try and experience it and go for it um, and they say you know people don't regret the chances they took they just regret the things they didn't go for so it's a huge huge thing to do uh, I think is, is to go after what you want so that's it for today's show guys and girls as I mentioned before, we've got our Revive Yourself shops. If you're looking for to boost your immune system, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co and then click on the shop and you've got, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, living fuel, any of the green drinks, the vitamin C, the probiotics, um, and the vitamin D2, K, uh, sorry, vitamin D, D3, K2 can be powerful for fighting off any virus. Um, also, I've got my book at www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. That's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. If you're dealing with chronic fatigue or any other chronic illness, this book is going to give you the basics of what you need to do as well as other tips and protocols and 52 things you can implement straight away to boost your health and your immune system. And if you have been dealing with a chronic health issue and you haven't been able to get anywhere yourself and you're looking for one-to-one support to overcome these these issues and this problem, then please do send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Otherwise, that's it for this week, guys and girls. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.